When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchless.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is May 17th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Guys, tonight is the first episode of the Nick and Alex Baseball Show. It's on Twitch at twitch.tv slash pitcherless at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Seriously, it's going to be such a fun time. We're going to do this every single week moving forward. You got to check it out. You got to be there. Uh, but thanks so much for Game People Plus, and this is your, I don't know, my gift to you um, are these Plus Pitch Podcasts. So let's talk about it. Wade Miley went yesterday, seven innings pitch, zero in runs, one hit, zero walk, six Ks against the Pirates. He cruised, and uh, he gets the Diamondbacks next. Yeah, I pick him up for that. Uh, he's a Toby. Uh, Freddie Peralta, ace is going to ace almost. We're like one or two starts away from that. He looked like his best self against Atlanta of all teams. Got the win, seven innings, zero in runs, two hits, one walk, 10 Ks, 16 whiffs. 39% CSW. That's a golden goal. It's good stuff from Peralta. Really nice command here. I'm um, Yusei Kikuchi. Third straight start of doing well as he had two against the Yankees. Had a third this time around against the Mariners. Got the win. 16 pitch, Zero runs. One hit. Three walks and six Ks. I don't know if I really buy this. Uh, the thing is, he gets the Reds next. So fine. Pick him up. We'll talk after that. Okay? I don't really know if this is something very sustainable. But uh, sure. Pick him up for that. Johnny Cueto showed up again, and he went six innings, zero in runs, two hits, two walks, and seven Ks. What? He did this thing as the Royals, 52% CSW on that sinker, which is ridiculous. Um, it's a birthday party to me. I really don't think this is something that you should uh, lean on. Antonio Sensatella got hurt with a back injury, and that's that. Uh, Sandy Alcantara had a tough first inning, about three hits and one in run, and then went eight full innings. With three hits and one <laughs> run, uh, one walk and five Ks. Uh, that's kind of awesome. It's like Alcantara messed up in the first. He wanted to make up to everybody who has been rostering him. I uh, and he just went seven innings of no hit ball because he's that cool. Sandy Alcantara is great, and I think that there is another level to be had once the slider, changeup, and fastball really click. Uh, slider was better in this one though, and be stoked for Sandy Alcantara. I, I, I mean, I, I love the man. Ian Anderson was good yesterday's fastball command was an atrocity, but his changeup was solid. The the curveball was good enough, and he survived uh, against the Brewers. I uh, it's another coin flip against Miami next. Uh, Spencer Strider also went and he had to do had to pitch in relief as they didn't really have many other guys to go relieve. Apparently, Matzik was on the IL, so they had to pull back Spencer Strider to uh, to relief duty, which means he's not starting today. And he's, you know, T- Tucker Davidson's coming in. It might mean that Strider goes back into the rotation. I don't know. It's just really frustrating at the moment. Um, Severino won six innings, one run, one hit, two walks, and seven Ks against the Orioles. It's not quite everything I want from Severino. He's only had two whiffs on the slider and two whiffs on the cutter, too. I think there's another level once those breakers truly break out, even though they, of course, did have a 42% CSW each. It just wasn't like this overwhelming, oh my lord, he's going to throw the slider and there's nothing you can do kind of pitch. And that used to be the, the thing of old. So hopefully we get there soon. Alex Fajardo went against the Rays and he survived. I mean, 
5.2 innings, one and run, four hits, one walk, four Ks. I dig that he's throwing lots of sliders for strikes. You know, 70% strikes, 9 out of 26 CSW. That's great. There isn't enough for me to really think that this is someone you have to get, but he does get the Guardians next, and that's not a bad stream. I mean, he'll be a questionable start for that. If you're in AL only league, I would be going after that. Jacob Rizzi got hurt coming off the mound, and it stinks. I feel just so bad for him. Um, Zach Logue went against the Twins, 4.1 innings, two and runs, five hits, two walks, and two Ks. Uh, yeah, nothing really to get excited about here. Uh, Chris Archer has not gone five innings yet, and he didn't do it against the Athletics yesterday. Why would you roster him? Tony Gonson against the Diamondbacks. Six innings, two and runs, three hits, two walks, and seven strikeouts. Uh, 11 whiffs, 35% CSW. That's great. He did this against the Diamondbacks and gets the Phillies next. The slider is still not quite the pitch I want it to be. So I'd be a little bit careful here moving forward. Um, I, yeah, I'd be scared about that Philly start. Uh, Corey Kluber against the Tigers. Six innings, two and runs, four hits, zero walks, and eight strikeouts. So happy to see that. You know, I didn't know what we'd get after getting destroyed last time out. And now he gets the Orioles, and I think that's fine. Uh, I don't know if the cutter and the curveball are going to be that good again. I mean, was, they were really good yesterday, both of them. And we don't really see them both working in tandem that often this year. So a little bit worried for the long term, but yeah, he's going to be a questionable streamer against the Orioles. Um, between him and Alex Fiedo, I think I actually feel a little bit better about Fiedo against the Guardians, but I think some will contest that, and that's fine. Uh, Garrett Whitlock went against the Astros, and he rebounded well um, from the previous start. Five innings, two and runs, three, two walks, and three Ks. I don't really know how to feel about this. I guess the Mariners next. I wasn't really that overwhelmed with what he did. Uh, but it could be the start of him kind of getting over his hump and being a good effective starter uh, for the Red Sox. And yeah, keep your eye on him, um, especially for that Seattle start. Brad Keller is a Toby and survived against the White Sox. Three and runs in seven innings. He has a slider. That's fine. It's a coin flip against the Twins next. Chris Flexen kind of rebound rebounded against the Jays. Three and runs in 5.1 innings, seven Ks. Uh, he gets the Jays again, and then the Red Sox after. Sorry, no, he gets the Red Sox next, rather. This was a Jays start. I don't want to start him for that. So, yep. Madison Bumgarner's a Toby, and he faced the Dodgers. So, yeah, it did not go well. Oxwood went to Coors. This was a coin flip. We didn't really know if he was going to handle it or not. He didn't. 4.1 innings of 300 runs. It wasn't an atrocity. It wasn't a nightmarish outing. But, yeah, this was one whiff on 32 combined changeups and sliders. So, there you go. I know a lot of people are really against Wood at the moment, but I think once he gets some decent matchups, like Alex Wood is going to do great, and that's really cool. John Gray really impressed me against the Angels. 5.2 innings, sure, four runs and eight hits, one walk, but eight strikeouts while his slider was amazing. 11 whiffs and 28 thrown. That's cool. Sally gets the Astros next, and that's already ugh, another shaky outing. But then he gets the athletics, and then we can really start getting happy as his knee hopefully is okay. Kyle Bradish is kind of the same way, where he went against the Yankees, 4.1 innings, 4 runs, 8 hits, 3 walks, and 6 Ks. There's stuff to like here. I think his slider is good, uh, but the changeup and curveball really not there, and the fastball got hit a bit by the Yankees. It's killing a three-run shot from Jose Trevino, of all people. So... It's a coin flip against the Rays. If you've always had one bad inning, I think Bradish can be good, but it's really about getting better matchups than what he's seen thus far. Um, Aaron Sanchez, no, just no. Uh, Dylan Peters, no. <laughs> and no Syndergaard, though, against the Rangers, surprisingly went only two outs in this game. Did not survive the first four and runs for its two walks and one K. You know, we we understood that Syndergaard does not have the same slider and curveball of old. 
He's going to be more sinker changeup, and the sinker's been getting a lot more whiffs than it should. We anticipate that he wouldn't, you know, have smooth sailing moving forward. Uh, that said, uh, not this, right? I think you kind of throw him again against the Rangers, and it should be better. Like, it should be like, I don't know, 5.2 innings of two and runs and four strikeouts or something. I kind of see Syndergaard as a glorified Toby at this point. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Looking forward to today's starters. Shane McClanahan, Dylan Cease, Lucas Giolito are all in that auto start tier. Cease and Giolito both going for the White Sox. And Giolito coming back from COVID IL, which is great. We just don't know how many innings he's going to go. But if you have Giolito, just get him into your lineup. Hopefully, it's at least five here. You'll probably start tier Mike Clevenger, Jameson Tyone, Nathan Evaldi, Jose Barrios, and Miles and Michaelis. I, yeah, I think you're just going to... Start all these guys. I mean, Nathan Evaldi maybe against the Astros is a little questionable. Same with Mike Clevenger against the Phillies. But I like Clevenger's velocity and his slider last time. Jose Barrios is a great underlater, and I believe he will begin improving soon um, because that's just kind of who he is. And I know he's been bad lately and deserved to be bad, but that does not mean that he deserves to be bad for five more months. Um, the questionable start here, Logan Gilbert, Alex Cobb, Jose Arquiti, Merrill Kelly. This is a long one. Um, those guys are all good starters against tough matchups okay so i don't really know do you want to go after those or a better ability than the rest or do you want to go read detmers jt brubaker zach eflin james caprillion who are more streamable um read detmers is a stream pick of the day against the rangers even though he might have a no hitter hangover i still feel as if you chase the talent of gilbert cobb or keating and kelly above detmers in the matchup it's up to you if you want to swap that around um, JT Brubaker is an interesting streaming option. Copy kicks against the Cubs. He has a slider and his breaker that could work. Zach Eflin against the Padres. He's also come back from the COVID IL, but it's the Padres, so maybe you want to do that. Capellian is a Toby against the uh, the Twins, and that could work. Steven Matz, Taiwan Walker, Plesak, Zach Plesak, uh, Chad Cole, and Connor Overton are also options to consider. I don't really love any of them. Plesak did get his slider last time against the Reds, but we'll see if that sticks around, or maybe even the changeup shows up. That could work out. Um, but yeah, these are not really things that I'm jumping for uh, today. And Bobriski, Ryan Papio, uh, Keenan, Keegan Thompson, Brady Singer, Dylan Bundy's returning back, and he gets Oakland, but who cares? <laughs> Tucker Davidson's going instead of Spencer Strider. A lot of these guys is just do not, just don't, just don't do this. Maybe Ryan Papio because it was a jittery start in his MLB debut, and he gets the Diamondbacks. Maybe Bobriski can pull it off, but. All of this just is too little, and I don't want to go after it. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. We have Corbin Burns. We have essentially ace day. One through nine are all just studs. Burns, Cole, Scherzer, Gausson, Bueller, Freed, Lopez, Otani, Wheeler. I mean, it's insane how all of these guys are studs. Uh, so that's great. And then probably start here, it definitely has a cliff. You have Drew Rasmussen against the Tigers as the best play because I think he's just been good and that's cool Eduardo Rodriguez Luis Garcia each have tough matchups Rodriguez against the Rays and he still doesn't have his change up while Garcia was at 95 and has those good cutters but it's against Boston so it's up to you if you really want to go from I would if I had both but I understand it's a little shakier a little bit shakier Sonny Gray didn't have his breaking balls but he does get Oakland so it should be fine but who knows Cal Quantrill is a Toby and gets a red so you do that and Tyler Molly on the other side is on the road and it's the Guardian so you do that so I could see some people saying, hey, Eduardo and Luis Garcia should be at the bottom of this tier. That's very fair. Um, in the questionable start tier, you have Logan Webb, Blake Snell, and Zach Granke. Uh, Logan Webb, I'm treating just like Cobb and Wood of previous days. 
where they're in cores and it's up to you to decide if you want to take the chance on them being ground ball guys and getting those grounders and surviving. Blake Snell is returning from the IL for the first start of his 2022 season. He goes against the Phillies. I have no idea what to expect. I think we still ill this one. While Zach Greinke is a coin flip against the White Sox who are bad against right-handers. In the do not start tier, you have Marco Gonzalez who's possibly on a Vargas rule, but he's going against the Jays and I just don't want to risk that. Josiah Gray's only struck out, uh, fanned six or more in two of his starts this year, and he goes against Miami, who actually blasted him for a high ERA and whip last time. Uh, and then you have Vince Velasquez, who is my reluctant, reluctant streamer of the day. I have to choose someone. I'm going to go with Velasquez against the Royals. Uh, he could do it. He's been okay. He had the Yankees, and he didn't do well there, but this is the Royals. Maybe that does work out. Other options here, Jordan Lyles. It's a coin flip against the, the, the Yankees at best. Maybe he does have his breakers, but even if he does, it is the Yankees. Uh, Nick Pavetta, who did well last time, but it's the Astros, and I don't want to do that. Dalton Jeffries possibly is a Toby already. Uh, I see him ramping up into one for the summer. Um, but otherwise, Jordan Hicks is going tomorrow now, and I don't really want to do that against the Mets. Drew Smiley against the Pirates. Ugh, it's Drew Smiley. Dane Dunning lost his command last time, and now it's the Angels who are tough. And Mitch Keller never. Zach Davies, no thank you. And Cal Freeland in cores against the Giants, absolutely not. And looking forward to, th- to Thursday, we have Bruce Zimmerman against the Yankees. That is... I'm going to say top of do not start because the Yankees are really, really tough right now. Rich Hill against the Mariners. He's going to be in the questionable start tier. Jordan Montgomery against the Orioles is going to be in the probably start tier. Dallas Keuchel against the Royals. No, thank you. Carlos Hernandez. Absolutely not. Doesn't matter if he's facing the Pirates. You don't start Carlos Hernandez right now. He goes against the White Sox. Fernando Valdez against the Rangers, I think, is the bottom of auto start. George Kirby against the Red Sox. Ooh. Top of questionable? Maybe bottom of probable? It's up to you. I think top of question. Hmm. No, I'm going to treat him like Logan Gilbert, which would be top of questionable, right? Okay. Uh, Glenn Otto against the Astros, and absolutely not. Chris Bassett against the Cardinals. This is going to ace. That's an auto start. Kyle Gibson against the Padres is near the top of questionable because I think the Padres are really an easy team to stream against right now. Marcus Stroman could be returning from the COVID IL, and he gets the Diamondbacks. That's in the probable start tier. Um, Dakota Hudson against the Mets is a questionable start at the bottom. Coin flip there. Zach Allen against the Cubs. Auto start right underneath Chris Bassett. And you Darvish is an auto start against the Phillies. It doesn't matter what the opponent is. You just start you Darvish. But that's going to do it for today. Hope you find this helpful. Hopefully you get a good streaming week ahead of you. And enjoy the Nick and Alex baseball podcast tonight. Actually, the baseball show tonight. It's a proper show with video graphics and everything. I can't wait for you guys to see it. That's going to do for today. So my name is Nick Pollock, and may your babbits be low and your strikeouts high.